What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. Episode 110. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Man, I was doing great, man. Uh, it, was a little, it was a little shaky, you know. Didn't hit on some parlays, but, you know, I did win in uh, fantasy football. Had a nail-biter in hockey. Lost by a few points, but, you know, we're going to bounce back this week. How's everything on your end? Uh, do, doing all right. In our fantasy league, you know, lost to Tom, but, you know, the, the Brees Hall, <laughs> Hall injury kind of hurt. And uh, and yeah, just just uh, you know, still still like my team though, still looking good, uh, sitting sit at the top, uh, top of the ivory tower, right now. But that can all change quickly, as we know. Hey, you gotta enjoy while 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 it lasts, man. Oh yeah. Because when Tom was up there last year, well, he was like four and zero, whatever, five and zero. Then he just lost every game after. It, it happens, and it can go it can go south quick. He was so quiet after that after the uh, <laughs> losing streak. I mean, man, let's get right into it, man. I know you, you're a little hurt, man, about your Jets, man. You guys uh, lost Brees Hall for the season, as well as, uh, uh, what's the name, the tackle? Elijah Vera Tucker. Yeah. But he's like, y'all, y'all be moving him around to tackle guard. Oh, yeah. So how you feeling about your team, man? I mean, you guys did pick up, uh, uh, what's the name, uh, James Robinson. Mm-hmm. So that gives you somebody to go to in the run game. Uh, how you feeling about your team, man? You're still in a good spot, though. Yeah, still a good spot. Uh, obviously disappointed with the with the two two injuries. Two of a, you know, Brees Hall was obviously up and coming, um, already kind of turning himself into a, you know, top ten back uh, early on here. I'm sure. Year the year, man. Even even with the limited touches he was getting, he was he was making them work. You saw the the sixty yard touchdown on on Sunday. Um, just got crazy speed and, and uh, mm-hmm. crazy vision. So that one that one hurts. You know, the play was kind of a a, a non you know, just a, a standard, you know, two or three yard run. And uh, unfortunately uh, just got his knee uh, hung up in the wrong spot. So yep. disappointing. I don't think it's the end of the world. Uh, obviously with James Robinson coming in, I think mm-hmm. the, uh, the AVT loss is, is a little, a little bigger for the jets. Cause they're, they're already having protection issues with, with uh, Wilson mm-hmm. and, and their line is, their line is pretty beat up. So mm-hmm. uh, that, that one hurts a little bit more, but um yeah, just got the game plan. I mean, injuries happen. We all know it in the NFL. So, like I said, dis- disappointed, but but still still hopeful. Do you guys think you make a uh, a move for a, a one of these uh, tackles on the market? I don't know. You know, they did the da- the Dwayne Brown move in the off season. Uh, he's been he's been he's been okay. I think. I, I don't know. I don't know what their what their plan is. I just don't know the the market on 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 the O line that well. Yeah, I mean, I saw them mention a few guys. Um, I think they said. The, one of the Patriots tackles, what's his name? Uh, oh, Isaiah Wynn? Yeah, him. Oh, yeah. I want nothing to do with that guy. Oh, he's terrible. He's that, he's that bad? Oh, oh, he's bad. Oh, damn. And then I think there was another tackle. I'm trying to, think, trying to see who it was that they mentioned. Uh, no, yeah. I think everybody else was like other positions mm-hmm. besides Wynn. Yeah, that was the only one that was out. That was floating around out there that might be on the market, so. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's a free agent out there, a free agent tackle. You guys can get somebody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would be nice. You know, I'll, I'll trust uh, trust in Joe Douglas to to do his due diligence and see what's out there. But I wouldn't expect a, a ton on that. 
Yeah, but I think some kind of help would uh, help just until guys come back uh, fully oh, healthy. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, Eric Fisher's out there. Daryl Williams. Not many. No. Eric Flowers. What was he? That was the guy from uh, Alabama, right? Eric Flowers. Mm, I think so. He was terrible. I hated that guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. I mean, you guys are still in a good spot. Sitting at, what, second, second in the division now. So, just got to keep pace and stay ahead of the Dolphins. And then uh, stay ahead of some of these teams. You guys be right in the playoffs, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're like I said, they're in a good spot. It's just you know, a couple of couple of big injuries. They've been pretty pretty good on on the injury front for the most part. They've been able to fill holes where they were injured. It was just uh, yeah, this one this one stung a little bit. Yeah, I was, I was a little sad that Breeze went down, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he's one fun to my, watch. One of my uh, favorite uh, guys that, that came out of the draft, uh, besides yeah. him and Sauce. So. And then uh, this week that passed, I mean, we had some other interesting games. We had the Saints and the uh, Cardinals. Um, your boy Hawkins comes back. Doesn't look like he missed a beat. Had over 100 yards. The, the Cardinals a little slow at first, but then, then they got some things going. They were able to uh, uh, put up some points against the Saints. Uh, the Saints need to stop playing and get a quarterback, man. They got too much uh, potential over there that they're just wasting. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know why they're, they're, uh, they're keeping Winston out. Um, I know he's not like the best quarterback, but he's got to be better than Andy Dalton. Yeah, man, and and Hill, man. I just yeah, I don't know, man. They they, they got to do something, man. Um, <laughs> they got too much talent on that offense. I mean, Olave. I mean, he's up there for one of the rookies of the year. And then uh, I mean, Michael Thomas, if he can stay healthy. Then you got Alvin Kamara in the backfield. There's just so many, just so many things they can do on offense. And their defense is not bad. So no. I mean, they they just gotta. The quarterback issue is holding them back. Yeah, I I, I don't really know what why and is he is he that bad, uh, Winston? That they're like let's uh let's keep him out. I just I think it's strange. Yeah, I don't know, man. But you know, we can't as as bad as we think he can be. He could be that bad because I've seen him every day in practice. So. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Browns and the Ravens. Um, I mean, Ravens sneaked this one off, but they're struggling, man. It's going to be interesting to see uh if they can put it together or not. Uh, make a nice little run. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think uh, even though they won that game, it was a uh, it was a little dicey down down the end. Um, although probably good for their their morale that they they held on to that uh, fourth quarter lead for for the first time in a little while. Oh yeah, it was about time because uh, they've been giving it away, couldn't put teams away. So looking forward to seeing uh, how things shake out. I mean, they're gonna have the mm-hmm. the uh, I think they play the Bengals this week, right? Or uh, no, no, no they play the, the Bucks. Uh, Bucks the Bucks this week. So. Um, that should be another interesting game too. So yeah, yeah, you get the Bucks kind of reeling too. So we'll have to see uh, see how those those teams kind of play out here. Oh yeah, definitely. And then um, we had the Giants, man. They hold off the Jaguars, moved to six and one. Got a little shaky towards the end, uh, but you know they stopped uh, the Jaguars on the goal line. I mean, great coaching job. And there's, there's nothing we could say about the coaching that, that they're doing right now. Uh, they're just doing a great job uh, putting Daniel. Danny Dimes and uh, some good spots, even though, you know, they're just running. They, they're pretty much running the ball um, as they should. You know, with Saquon uh, back there, one of the best backs in the league, trying to not to not trying not to put too much pressure on Danny Dimes as far as, uh you know, making him the decision maker on offense. And then um, I'm just looking forward to seeing if, uh, you know, even if they just finish out at 500 for the rest of the season. They'd be looking at a like eleven win season, which would be great. So they can definitely get in the playoffs. But I do th- I do think they need to make a move to get a receiver uh, before this November first deadline. I was gonna say, how how are you feeling in general on your uh, on your Giants there? 
I'm I'm unexpectedly surprised, but I'm also um, realistic. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't lose a few games in a row because they do have a tougher part of their schedule coming up. You know, they got the Eagles coming in a few weeks. Uh, they're going to have the Cowboys again. And then, um, I mean, this week is not going to be that bad because they got the Seahawks. But uh, the Seahawks not some a team you can sleep on. But you, that's what I say. You definitely got to show up to those games. But I think uh, I think we also the receiver thing scares me the most because if it comes to a game where it's a shootout, we don't have guys as much as we run one one to run the ball. We're gonna need some guys to get open. So because mm-hmm. as as the season gets longer and longer, that's when the defenses start to uh, get more in shape. So yeah, yeah, no, no, you're you're dead on there. Then we then we had the uh, Seahawks and the Chargers. I mean, the Seahawks light up the Chargers. I don't know. I think this Charger team's gonna need a new coach, man. Something they're gonna they gotta change up that defense. They're gonna need to do something, man. Get some bigger uh, running backs or receivers. Waste. It looks like they're gonna be wasting quarterback. Uh, wasting the quarterbacks uh, years over there if they don't get it together. Yeah, they're a bit of a of a mess right now. I can't tell if it's the injuries, the coaching combination of the two, or what's going on there. I know their yeah, line man. is really beat up, and and obviously the receivers are are hurting a little bit but they just yeah they haven't looked great yeah i mean they can't stop can't stop a nosebleed man uh <laughs> <laughs> this just it just puts them in bad positions um even though they got some weapons on offense it just just seems like they they gas out after a few quarters and they uh don't put up enough put up enough points so yeah yep then we had the Chiefs and the 49ers uh, i thought it was going to be a much closer game uh but the 49ers light up that uh 49er defense uh, one of the best defense in the league, uh, which was surprising because uh, Buffalo was not the second defense in the league, and uh, they struggled against them. So I also think the Chiefs are going to make a move as well to get another receiver or another weapon. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with this team. Yeah, you've, you've heard rumors of, of uh, you know them looking at Odell or something like that. Yeah, I think that the Chiefs, are, Patty Mahomes is playing well. You said the, the 49ers, tough defense. No, they're, they're again, they're a little beat up uh, as well. But yeah, he made it. he made it look pretty easy against them. Yeah, I mean, he was throwing the receivers. Uh, boy, Juju Smith woke up out of nowhere. I uh, was getting open. And the, that's the thing. The main thing, like we keep saying, is the Chiefs defense. Is uh, Can they make some stops uh, when they go against those high-powered offenses? 49 is not the best offense. I mean, even though they got McCaffrey, didn't, they didn't really use them much. But uh, I'm sure in the weeks to come, they're definitely going to be using them more. It's going to be interesting to see how they uh, incorporate him in the offense. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sure uh, they are because their head coach is an offensive guru. So. Yep. And they love to run the ball. So they do. Then we had the Steelers and the Dolphins. Tua comes back and holds off. Uh close game. Uh Steelers could have got probably probably could have won, but I mean they had too many turnovers. And then uh I mean Tua did take a, a nice little hit, but you know, he he wasn't shaky. So I was uh I was like a little little cringy there. Yeah, I, I thought the uh I thought he played well in the first half. I thought Tua played well in the first half and then second half a little bit of struggle. But uh yeah, you know, I think that I don't know. It's, that, it's back to that, like, kind of like that moral dilemma, like, should he even be playing right now, kind of thing, you know? And he was still running around. He wasn't sliding. And uh, I don't know. You know, I guess, I guess ultimately, if you're going to play the game, you don't want to change the way that you play. But man, uh, I'd be a little yeah. more conservative if I were him. Yeah, he's living on the edge, man. So, I mean, that's the gift and the curse when you, somebody's like willing to, to lay it out there all in the field and not worry about injury. But the fact is, if you get injured, that's, you know, that's the curse part about it. So, 
And then outside of that, it wasn't too much else. I mean, it was the Bears and the Patriots. Uh, a little let down by the Patriots because I let the Bears run, run wild on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought Bill was going to be better than that because we need that. We need a better draft pick because we got that Bears pick, Bill. What you, what you doing, <laughs> man? Yeah, they uh, they they uh, they put a hurting on him. I will say though that that uh, you know the moment there when when uh, Zappy got in there and and the crowd was going wild. It was pretty it was pretty crazy that for those first two touchdown drives, they they you know they they took the lead within like you know seven plays of Zappy getting into the game after the whole week of going Zappy versus Mac. That was uh that was something. Yep, then it was all downhill. Oh yeah. <laughs> So it's gonna be interesting to see uh, what happens uh, come next week with this quarterback controversy. If uh, if they go back to Mac or they stay with Zappy or if they uh, you well, know, it's like they said today they're gonna to stay with stay with Mac. They're gonna go with Mac. My guess is they're gonna they're they gotta to be like to be to be honest they have to kind of write it out with him I think otherwise otherwise it's it's a it's a waste right like you might as well trade the guy or or you know he if you bench him again. You know, you're killing his confidence. You, they don't, he doesn't trust you. You don't trust him. It basically ends that relationship. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they got offensive coordinators who haven't really done anything uh, as far as uh, teaching offense. Uh, we've seen some of their past jobs on the Giants and some other places. So it's going to be very interesting to see if uh, the route they stay with as far as uh, coaching and then uh, if uh, they look to move on from in the offseason. So. Yeah, you know, I think they 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 still have him under team control. I think what is he? he's in his second year, so they got they essentially got two more years. They don't have to make any after this. They don't have to make any any rash decisions. Zappy Zappy, I think, has that four year rookie contract too. So you know, you don't have to go too crazy, but you know, if, you know, I, and I I would think Bill knows kind of where you know where Mac is and can assess that pretty pretty quickly. Uh, so I, I think that you let him finish out the year if you don't. Nothing jumps out at you. You know, I could see him definitely trying to make a move. But like I said, there's no no rush, no pressure to do so. You, you have another couple of years with him. Yeah. But, you know, what if another team comes calling? And, uh, right. You know, the Patriots love their draft pick. So, yeah, I think, you know, I just don't I don't think that they're going to give up, you know, based on what, what we've seen so far. They're not they're they're not going to give up Mac for for anything less than you know, whatever they, they deem him to be uh, worth. And, and I don't think people are going to pay, you know, over the top for him. Oh, yeah. But I mean, hmm, you, you think you think they'll trade him? If a team call for us and offer the second round pick, you think they would give it up for a second round pick? Yeah. If they believe in Zappy, maybe. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, man, because there's, yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot of teams that need a quarterback, man. <laughs> and uh, last, I mean, uh, you know, the last quarterback controversy in New England, it settled itself pretty easily. You know, that basically went to went went from Bledsoe to Brady. Bledsoe was hurt, so he didn't have a chance to come back in. And then by the time Bledsoe was healthy, no one wanted him in. So yeah, I think that yeah, we just gotta see how Mac does, let him play out the year, and and then go from there. <laughs> Fingers crossed, man. Yeah, but definitely gonna keep an eye out for the how how does uh soap opera plays out. Yeah, you don't see this in New. Obviously, I haven't seen this in New England in in twenty years. So this is uh something new. Some some of the rest of us have been dealing with for a long time. Oh yeah. <laughs> be interested to see if uh, Bill walks too at the end of the season. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I, I think he still likes it, and uh, you, you never know. Obviously, the guy's seventy years old, but um, mm-hmm. I, I think that he he'll probably want to leave them with a a quarterback that he he believes in. So some of the you know some of the rumors that are flying around is that that Patricia is really a really a big zappy guy, and, and mm-hmm. Bill wants to stick with Mac. But I think Bill has has put for whatever reason a lot of faith and trust into patricia so i i think that's where the kind of the struggle is 
Yeah, I don't know why, man. So he did to the Giants, man. Oh, you mean the Lions? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, not Joe Judge. Joe Judge, I'm thinking. Yeah, Judge on that damn team too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we got Week Eight coming up. You mentioned before we got the Ravens versus the Bucks. Uh, that's gonna be an interesting game. I feel like that's a, a must-win game from the Bucks because uh, they need to get something going, man. They got a lot of injuries. They got guys coming back offensively, but they're struggling on off- struggling on offense. Oh yeah, yeah. You saw it, you know, against the Panthers last weekend. They only mustered three points. Again, the Panthers defense we talked about is pretty good, but you got to be you got to you got to do better than that against the Panthers team that is in disarray and, and a total disaster. And they they handled uh they handled it pretty easy. Oh yeah, I mean uh I ain't gonna lie, man. I wouldn't mind taking uh, DJ Moore off your hands, man, to the Giants. <laughs> I I think there's a lot of people that wouldn't mind taking uh, uh, DJ Moore off off their hands. Uh, I mean, but I ain't gonna lie, I, I ain't trying to give up too much to get him though. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, big guy, there's nothing much you can really say um, that he doesn't do as well, and he's young, so yeah, I think that would be a nice addition for the Giants. And then, you, then, but then after that, you got to try to go get Odell too, so. Yeah, yeah, Odell's still hanging out there. Yeah, if I was the Giants, I throw the, I almost say throw the book at him, but I give him a nice, considerable contract to come <laughs> back. And then we got the uh, Cardinals and the Vikings. That should be a game. Two uh, high power offenses going at it. Even though we still don't trust the Cardinals offense yet, but you know that uh, now that Hopkins is back, going to give uh, Murray a number one target to throw to. He was looking. He was man, like I said, he didn't miss the beat, man. He's out there looking like. Uh, like uh, Diggs, man. Just I don't know how he's people giving him space to get open, just catching everything. But uh, definitely looking forward to seeing this game because he got two uh, mm-hmm. top wide receivers going at it. I mean, one's a little older in Hopkins, and then we got the young buck uh, Jefferson. But uh, I'm looking forward to see how they uh, go at each other. Not even though they're not really going at each other, but um, yeah, I know what you mean. How uh, you know you know the offensive coordinators are going to scheme up some stuff to. Yeah, they both want their they both want their guy to be uh to to uh to be the guy for the weekend. Oh yeah, definitely. So it's gonna be very interesting to see. Yeah, and neither neither team really plays great defense in, in my mind. So I think this could be a could be kind of like that Thursday night game last week. Could be a bit of a shootout here. Yeah, those are always good games though. So. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Especially for my fantasy because I got Hopkins. So. <laughs> I got Jefferson. Yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> works out. Um, and then we mentioned before we got the Giants and the Seahawks. That's gonna be interesting the game. Hopefully the Giants could uh, pull that out. We're gonna see if uh, Seattle's uh, crowd, the 12th man, could uh, make a big difference. But you know, hopefully the Giants uh, stick to the game plan. They run the ball. Don't put the ball in Danny's hands too much for him to throw too many passes because uh, guys are dropping the balls like crazy, man. That's the thing. If, if the guys are catching the ball, I, I would be fine with it. But you got a bunch of guys that keep dropping the ball, and when they don't catch the ball, that's when things get iffy. When the ball's popped up in the air, people. Bouncing off of people now is uh somebody picks it off as an intercession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 stuff is is, is painful. But like I said, the Seahawks the team can't sleep on right now. They're four and three. People yeah, probably didn't think didn't think they were winning this many games. Yeah, they're. I mean, I think their over under in Vegas was five point five, so um they should hit that. But yeah, I think that they're 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 uh, over overperforming right, overachieving right now. Um, PT's got them playing well, obviously. Uh, the addition of, of uh, Kenny Walker the third in there is giving them a little bit of a jolt. Um, Gino's been playing good football. Um, DK's banged up this weekend, uh, so you may may get a pass on that one. But uh, yeah, I think these are you know two teams that are playing better than expected. Yeah, so I mean, 
Looking Never forward easy to, to seeing go out it. west, though. Never easy to go out west. Yeah, no, that's the thing. You, you got to go all, all the way west. I mean, the flight, the flight, the flight's going to have you lagging. And then uh, mm-hmm. the fact that the, the it's hard to hear even plays in there without our crowd. So, yep. Then we got the 49ers and the Rams. Not going to lie. Probably going to skip that game, too, because we saw what the 49ers did with the Rams last time. Just ran all over them. And when they play, it's not really like a, I want to say like a, 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 uh, explosive game or like a game worth watching no. just despite despite the teams that are playing yeah yeah it's kind of weird it's a it's like a a, a mucky type game yeah. where they're they're uh it's, it's low it's scoring in, yeah low scoring it's in the trenches it could be a turnover a lot of punts but what is it is it seven in a row for, that uh shanahan's beat mcveigh eight in a row something like that um well during the season yeah yeah, yeah but, yeah, yeah. but i think uh, yeah rams got the last one in the playoffs so mm-hmm Definitely game I'll probably pass over though. <laughs> yeah. Then we got the uh, Commanders and the Colts. Colts are uh, de- demoting uh, your boy Ryan. Another team that has a lot of potential, a lot of uh, some good offensive weapons, but uh, quarter- they can't they can't get right with the quarterback, man. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, so I was I was I guess I wasn't overly shocked, but a little bit shocked that uh, they're going to Sam Ellinger. You know, Ellinger doesn't really have any experience of them backing up but ryan i mean matt ryan looks like a, a shell of a, a quarterback right now so i'm not like i said not overly surprised they made the move um and frank reich is is honestly he's probably coaching for his job right now so he uh he's doing everything he can and he he sees ellinger as his best shot to to uh to keep his job so i think you know they probably need to finish nine seven and one or something um for him to stay but but uh yeah it's, it was a it's a ballsy move for sure yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't know. I can't, you can't really blame him. I mean, he hasn't had a quarterback. I no, mean, no. I mean, pretty right. much a, qu- a quarterback every year. And then they, I mean, they were, what, 10 and 6 last year, but missed the playoffs. I mean, they got to find a quarterback, man, ASAP. <laughs> then we got the Packers and the Bills. That should be a good game. Probably going to be a blowout. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. The, the Bills are on another level right now, offensively and defensively. Uh, Packers are struggling. But, I mean, I wouldn't put, put it past Aaron Rodgers to, uh, Draw up some magic and uh, get some things on against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, the Bills had coming off a bye. Green Bay is kind of flailing uh, again, so I, I could see, uh, I could see this being a, a Buffalo blowout. But that's something you never know, man. Because I feel like th- I feel like this is one of those trap games, and all of a sudden, you yeah, know, you're right. The receivers start catching balls, and all of a sudden, people start talking about well, the Packers are back and all this stuff. But we're definitely looking forward to see. We'll know. We'll know by by the first quarter, halftime, what yeah. kind of game it's going to be. So, and then we got the Browns and the Bengals. Um, that should be a decent game, in division game. Uh, looks like the Bengals are starting to put things together. Browns looks pretty much about even, man. The, I mean, the Browns are not a bad team, but the, that they they need their quarterback, but he's not coming to the next year. So, mm-hmm. uh, you, you missed the big game of the week, Rich. Oh, which game was that? Jets Patriots. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the game of the week. We got the Jets versus Patriots. The game of the week for some. We'll, we'll say that. I think uh, the state of uh, Pennsylvania would 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 uh, differ in belief with Pittsburgh against Pittsburgh going into Philly. But yeah, the uh, the New England's coming into New York. Like we talked about earlier, with a little bit of a quarterback controversy. Looks like Mac Jones is uh, going to be the guy this weekend. I don't remember the last time that the Jets had a better record than the Patriots when they were going into a game. So this is uh, definitely something new. But, you know, I think it's it's a good good shot for the Jets to kind of, you know. I feel like the last time was when uh, you guys had Rex Ryan as a coach. Yeah, but they, the Patriots were still 
still they still won the division that year. Oh, they did, Dan. Yeah, they uh, they were still better than the Jets. I think they had the same record going into that. There was like a big Monday night game one year. They were both like nine and two, I think. Damn, it's been that long, Dan. Oh yeah, it's been a long time. Probably two thousand two. Thank Tom Brady for that. <laughs> no kidding. But yeah, man, definitely looking forward to uh, this game as well. Yeah. Um, must I think this is a much a must win for you guys because, like I said, you guys got to keep pace. You guys got to rack up as many wins as uh, possible. And I wouldn't call. Yeah. Yep. Um, just because, it, like we mentioned before, you got the Bills in the division. So if they win the division, let's say by default, then you're looking at a wild card spot. So, but that's if you can uh, stay as close to them as possible and they can mess up some games. You never know. Yeah, I mean that's that's all you can do, right? You can just play the play schedule in front of you. But if you uh, you know get a couple wins in here in, inside the division is always good. Uh, you know, you try to I would I would say you try to shoot for at least this division being as tough as it is. Try to shoot somewhere around 500. If you can go three and three in the division, I think that's a win. Oh yeah, but that's it. Even if you go, what are you guys now? What five and two? Six and two. Six and two. Yeah. What are we in week eight? It's five and two. two yeah, five and two, right? So if, let's yeah. say you went 500 the rest of the season. You're still looking at another five, six wins. So you are yeah. ten and ten and six, ten and seven. Yep. So or eleven. So because they, they got uh the I forgot the extra game this year. So I mean that's that's a great great spot to be in. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, unfortunately on the schedule still you have two two against the Patriots and two against the Bills. So can't be can't be written off there. But the rest of the schedule isn't too bad. Yeah, that's what I said, man. You got to just play the games that you're on the schedule. You can sneak a win here and there against uh, the Bills. Uh, that would definitely be helpful. Yep. And then uh, on to the NBA. I mean, season just kicking off pretty much. Um, I mean, Lakers can't win a game for their life. <laughs> uh, I mean, looks like uh, Westbrook is out tonight. They're claiming a uh, hamstring. So um, maybe that's the, the signs of uh, them trying to uh, send him off somewhere. Um, we heard some teams that uh, might be looking to, you know, trade him to is uh, Indiana. And uh, I forget the I forget the other one what they talked about, but Lakers gonna need a lot of help, man. Yeah, no, I, I, you know you're right. I mean, I think we we talked about this preseason, but you know if 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 uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis weren't playing, you know, 40 minutes a game and, and playing at the top of their abilities, that this Lakers team is gonna struggle. They just have no depth, and and uh, um, even their top end talent, I think, is is you know I'm I'm, n- I'm never gonna doubt LeBron, but it just looks a little. It's a little flat early on. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I feel, I mean, you kind of feel bad for him, but I mean, he had an option to leave, but I mean, it's not, it's not much, uh, it's not much they could do over there, mm-hmm. uh, with with those bad contracts and the roster they have. So, yeah, but it's gonna be interesting to see if uh, they can turn it around. Yeah, no, it, it will be. You're right. It'll be like the miracle on uh, miracle on ice. I just don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. I just, I, I don't see the path to get there. Yeah, that's what I said. But that's the thing. If you, you never know if they if they send Westbrook off and they, they get two guys, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, yeah, there's a another big sign in some or a buyout or something, and somebody hits the market. I mean, they could be right back in it. But when I mean right back in, I mean in the playoff hunt because yeah. the West is loaded. So then we got the uh, Jazz at three and one. I know Danny Ainge is like, what the hell is going on? I need to trade some more people away. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he he wasn't expecting this. That's for sure. He was uh, he was looking to get some 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 high draft picks. Yeah, I heard uh, they were also in the in the, in the uh, market for Westbrook, but they're just trying to get the Lakers uh, unprotected picks. And then uh, they said they'll probably buy out uh, Westbrook's contract. So yeah, I just I, I, going back to Westbrook, I just don't see anyone like why would you want the guy in your team? He's not 
he's not the same guy he was. Not that I ever. I always thought he was a good basketball player. I just never thought he was like good on a team, if that makes sense. Like he yeah, he'll get, he he get his numbers and and he'll he'll make some you know obviously make some big plays. But I just, just never felt like he was like you know the guy you need on your team. Yeah, but if, I mean, you think about it. If you're like a, a small market team, if you could sign Westbrook for maybe a, a league yeah. minimum exception five million dollars, now you're filling up some seats. I mean, that the rate and return on that investment is a uh, a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get it. And then, uh, I mean, Portland's four and zero. That was a surprising one, but I mean, you know, they got Damian Lillard. Lillard. They got some good leadership over there, so uh, it's gonna be interesting to see if they can uh, keep pace. Uh, as uh, people start getting in shape and uh, start getting in basketball basketball shape. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think after game one, people thought Dame was done, and uh, he, he he ain't having that. He's got the Blazers off to a four and zero start, but uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Like, I think that it was like he was trending on Twitter because they're like, oh, he's he's old, he's washed up, and then uh, he came out and fired like I don't know forty something points the next game. So. Uh, and and he's played well the the, the past couple of games, so I, I think that we can we can put that to bed for right now at least. Oh yeah, I'm surprised that he still wants to play there, but hey, somehow he thinks they're going to win a championship or put something together for them to get be in the hunt for a championship. But I mean, you can't. You, he's got a lot of balls, man. I, I, I say that. Mm-hmm. He does. Then the Pelicans are three and one. I mean, Zion got hurt the uh, other day, a little hip injury, but you know, I mean, uh. They're, they're, that's another team that's up there too. That's uh gonna. I'm expecting to make a huge jump from last year to this year. So. Yeah, you know, I think you showed it last night that even with that, with without Bi and Zion, uh, they're able to beat a. I would think a pretty good Dallas team. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say they're they're awesome, but uh, they got Luca and uh, they got a pretty good supporting cast around there, and and uh, the Pelicans are able to come back and beat them again with CJ McCollum not really playing that great. So. Yeah, you know, I think they they got a they got a solid team there, a lot better than than I had thought for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. But but you know, this is when the uh, can, can the youngins uh, put together some stuff and gain yeah. that experience. So I mean, yeah. they got some experience by you know trying to get into getting into playoffs last year. So let's see if that translate this translate this year and uh, they can uh, get back in the same spot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I mean, we got Brooklyn and Philly both struggling. Not too much there, but. How you feel about your Celtics, man? You guys are looking good. Pretty good, yeah. I mean, bad bad loss on Monday. You know, they were up 19 uh, early on and, and kind of let that wither away. But uh, you know, um, yeah, pretty pretty good. The only the only thing I'm concerned about with the Celtics, I think that obviously they'll get the scoring, not an issue. I think their their defense has been a little shaky early on. They're giving up like uh, it was 115 points a game. Not worse than the league, but but uh, not. You know, I think they they kind of prided themselves on defense uh, towards the second half of last year, which propelled them uh, into the into the spot that they got to. So uh, I think that they need to again. It's early on, so I'm not I'm not overly worried yet, but I think it's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, man, looks like it looks like you guys still got a uh, your coach coaching, man. Uh, despite you know he's not there, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird. They, you know, they had Brad Stevens on the other day, and he's basically like, oh yeah, they can still talk to Ime. And so yeah. he may still like there, but he's just not on the bench or I don't know. It seems weird, but uh, it's, it does sound like I think if, if Missoula has a good or a decent year that they'll they'll hire him and, and uh, let you may go. Um, it doesn't it doesn't look good for you may coming back. I mean, it doesn't doesn't. I mean, he'll be free to go. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of teams that will be looking for head coach. Oh, yeah, for sure. For so sure. it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out as well. So but I'm looking forward to seeing uh how the East plays out because yeah. 
We got a lot of good teams, just just like in the West. So yeah, the the, the parity is definitely there in the NBA right now. I feel like there's probably you know ten or eleven teams that could win a championship. Yep, it's all going to come down to who can stay healthy and who gets hot, and then yep. uh, the, who who can uh, keep you know keep that chemistry going. Yep, absolutely. And then uh, on to the MLB. I mean, our nightmare happened, man. Just damn Astros. Yeah, they got could, us. They got you, us, man. Pull, the, pull out it. the brooms on us. Yeah, you could feel it coming, man. It just didn't. It never felt, you know. I think even in the Cleveland series, it didn't feel like this team was built to uh, to take on the Astros. I think that. You know, with the injuries to you know Lemayhew and and then to their bullpen, I just they they uh, you know they didn't they didn't hit the ball for one. Uh, you know, I thought the starting pitching was was good enough to to win a couple of games, but they didn't they didn't hit the ball. And then when it got to late innings, it, it, it they faltered, and and uh, that was kind of the the worry going in, and and it happened. So um, wasn't overly surprised by the outcome, but it is what it is. You know, you got a some bad bad timing on injuries and and. Now you got a lot of questions going into the off season here. Oh yeah, pretty much. Uh, if uh, judge judge will stay or not, and then uh, what's the price? Because uh, there's gonna be a lot of teams uh, tr- trying to get them. Um, I mean, you got to be crazy not to even offer something if you're any team. So yeah, I mean, you heard you heard uh, the Giants; they're not gonna be outbid. So so it's you know it's gonna come down to where he wants to play. I think I think that the money will be will be there no matter what. I don't. I don't think the Yankees are gonna like go out of this world to pay him either. And I, I you know, I, I at some point you gotta you gotta draw your line, right? Like how high how high are we willing to go? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think the Yankees will, but I think there's a team out there that will. Yeah. So I think again, I think it just boils down to you know where where do you want to where do you want to be? Do you want to be in New York? I my guess is the Yankees will offer him the you know top three. Top three out of the the free agents, and then they'll offer him the uh, the captain position and say, "Hey, we want you to be our guy for the next ten years. However, you know, whatever, however long it, it takes for you to retire, you know, we want you to be here. But we're not gonna we're not gonna you know blow six hundred million dollars to keep you here this long, right? Like it's just not, it doesn't make sense. So I think that they're gonna give him the line, say, "Look, this is what we'll do, and and if it's about the money, then you know, see you later." Yeah, but you know he might take he might take take offense to that. No, I don't think like, they'll say it. I don't think they'll say it that way. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, but but even if uh, if he see if he sees uh, they're only offering a certain amount and another team is offering another a different amount, so. Well, my my guess is they'll they'll figure out they'll 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 have him tell them what you know what the other teams are offering and and they'll I, they're they're going to be competitive. The money's not the issue. I think that I think they they. They've they've been burned by these big long contracts in the past, you know, A Rod, and so I, I I just think they're a little smarter about it now, and and maybe it's a it's a shorter a shorter deal year year wise, but more money. You know, maybe it's like a six year at forty million a year, forty something like that. You know what I mean? You think you think he goes over three or uh, under three? I I don't know. He's how old is he? He's thirty, right? Yeah. I I think he's gonna be right around three. I, you know, that's what I'm saying. If you, if, I would go, if I'm the Yankees, I'd even go, I'd probably go seven years, even maybe go eight years, go eight years, $300 million, something like that. Hmm. What, what, what's, if not the Yankees, what team you think he'll go to? Giants, probably. He's from, Giants? The, he's, from he's from the Bay Area. Um, they're going to offer him the most money. I, I Who, think that's, who's the Padres, uh, right, uh, right fielder? Uh, Soto. Soto. Oh, Soto. 
Can Soto play left? Uh, I'm sure he can. That would be a that would be a crazy big <laughs> big four. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, he can play. He can play left. Yeah, if they had Soto, Tatis, uh, Machado, and Judge. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a crazy ass lineup, man. But I mean, they they're gonna be in that division with the Dodgers, but it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, yeah. Because I also feel like he may want to get away from the damn Astros, so yeah, um, he might want to go somewhere where you know they can win. So maybe he feels like they're not in the position to win even after who, who, whoever they decide to bring back next year. But it's going definitely going to be the, uh, one of the things uh, worth watching out for. Uh, mm-hmm. Come or uh, well, since we're in the off season now, so yep. Then we got the uh, Astros versus the Phillies in the uh, World Series. Who, who, who do you like in this one, man? Uh, man, I think it, it should be a pretty good series. I think that that both teams are are playing well uh, right now. Hot, obviously, Bryce Harper is is scorching. The, the back end of that lineup has been good. The starting pitching has been good. And but I mean, the Astros, you know, I think they have Bregman, Gurriel, and and Jordan have have been have been great. Uh, and again, their their pitching is is tough. I think this is going to be a, a low scoring low scoring games, and it's going to be a you know a six or seven game series. But I, I'd probably go with the the Astros just out of experience. Yeah, I would too. But I hate the damn Astros, so I'm I gonna know. go. I'm gonna go with the Phillies, man. Um, I think I think this gives MLB a star to highlight because he's one of the Bryce Harper's one of the faces that uh MLB should be putting out there as far as uh you know their star power. So I think if he wins, that looks good on them. So they kind of, they, he gives somebody to say, hey, this is the face of baseball. You know, he's a champion. And so forth. Not to say that the Astros don't have that, but they don't. They're more of a team rather than um like a star, the one star player. Um, yeah. even though the star player is a pitcher, but the um as far as like hitting, because that's the that's the thing that sells for uh, baseball is those uh home runs. Yeah. But then I also don't want the Phillies to win because all these Philly fans are gonna be talking smack. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. You know the. This, things are going too well in Philly right now. The Eagles are six and zero, and then or five and zero, and the Phillies are in the uh, just the World Series. It's a good thing yeah. that the, the good thing the Seventy Sixers are off to a bad start. Otherwise, uh, the world might be coming to an end. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, New York's got been having some good luck. I mean, the Giants were good, Jets were good, uh, Yankees were being good, but you know they lost in the playoffs. Rangers got a good team this year. Knicks are okay, so yeah. But definitely looking forward to seeing how things play out. So, yeah, for sure. And then uh, I think that's it for sports. I don't know if you got anything else. No. And then uh, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so tonight we did a uh, uh, an enchilada skillet. I think I've, I've done something similar. I think we did a bake before, but this is a this is a meal that that really is is really easy to cook. It takes probably ten or twelve minutes to make. Um, pretty simple. Uh, so so what what I did is uh, either can get like a one of the um, rotisserie chickens, or they actually have a, <laughs> which is nice. They already have like the chicken pulled out of the rotisserie in, in uh, like a little container at the local store. So it's already shredded okay. and everything, which is nice. Um, so I just grabbed a thing of that, uh, some enchil- enchilada sauce, a red enchilada sauce, get those in the pan together and in, in just in a skillet, stir them up, get them nice and warm. 
and then um, then I added some diced green pepper and then some green chilies, green uh, you know the diced green chilies. Okay. Put those in, mix them up together in that mix, and then added half a cup of sour cream and six corn tortillas that we we cut up into like tortilla strips. Put okay. that all in, you know, mix that all together, get it nice and warm, and then uh, threw some cheese, uh, layered some cheese on top, some cheddar cheese all around on top, and and gave that about a minute before it kind of melted down, and then took it off the heat, and basically just like you know scoop a uh, you know couple scoops to a bowl and topped it with a, a little bit of cilantro hot sauce and uh, some avocado oh man that sounds great i, f- yeah, I feel like it, that, it, i feel like that's gonna good. go i feel like that, that as soon as you finished it it went so fast what's uh, what's that as i feel like you like as soon as you made that and you put that plate on the table it was like oh, gone with yeah. like an, within an hour yeah that kind of food that food just like it you can just eat a ton of it it goes down easy yeah, we, I mean, did, we did, did, did save some though. Save some for tomorrow. Leftover oh. lunches. Oh yeah, that's definitely the way to go. I mean, you can't go wrong with like that type of uh, I want to say it's like Mexican, but like that type of uh, style of food. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's just it's it's easy it's easy to easy to make easy to eat um, heats up well. It, it's just yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good weeknight uh, weeknight meal for sure. And then, uh, what'd you guys drink that down with? Uh, I'm trying to find the uh, name of this beer. So we went to a, a new brewery. Um, it is it's called Fontaflora. I think they're out of out of Morganton, um, North Carolina. Not exactly sure where that is, but anyways, they they uh, they their specialties um, really been. Uh, uh, like the Pilsner styles, and also they do a lot of uh, sour beers and and uh, like aged, you know, these wild aged beers and things. And they're actually they're really good. Um, they do a lot of bottled beer, which is cool. And these, you know, bottles that have been sitting for for you know years. Uh, it's a it's it's a neat little place. Um, but they put a uh, a little tap room in uptown in, in Charlotte, and it's it's in this little food hall. It's almost like a Quincy, uh, Quincy Market, Faneuil Hall type. So they have like a bunch of food vendors inside, and then the brewery or the tap room kind of sits on on the outside. So we sat outside and, and grabbed some beer to go. Oh yeah, here it is. So it's called uh, Well I'll Be. So it's it's a it's a pale ale. Comes in at 5.2 percent, but it's a hazy hazy type pale ale, and it's okay. got uh, two of my favorite hops in it: Citra and Galaxy. Uh, it also has Mosaic. Um, not the hugest fan, but 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 don't really mind it. And, uh, and yeah, it's just a, you know, like a new England pale ale. And I thought they, uh, they did a really good job with it. It was, it was tasty. Um, it was still, you know, for being a hazy pale ale, I still felt like it was pretty light, uh, had a lot of flavor. Um, and again, you know, it was 5.2%. So you can have a, you can have a couple of them and, and, uh, you know, still drive, drive back home. But yeah, I thought they did a good job. It was, it was fruity. It was good. It was, uh, really had like a full full body taste to it so i'd probably give it a give it like a 7.9 oh i thought i thought it was gonna hit the eight the eight or the eight scale man i'm not i wasn't there on the eight it had a little bit of an aftertaste um that i didn't love but you know it wasn't a deal breaker uh but that 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 for me that that keeps it if, if you have a kind of a an aftertaste that that wants you wanting more or it you know it doesn't it doesn't 
sour, not sour the taste, but it doesn't like give you leave like a weird taste on your tongue. That's how yeah. you get to the, that's how you get to the eight range. Oh man, so so close, but so far. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I thought overall it was pretty good. I, I'd like to go back there and, and uh, just try out some of their different beers. Um, you know, get like a, a flight or whatever, and, and try some of their. They got some funky ones. They got like a, a saison. They brew with rice and and um, just a, a bunch of wild stuff. They they're definitely one of those breweries that just likes to try a bunch of weird shit, and it's uh, some of that stuff usually turns out pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if that one was uh, almost over eight, I mean, I'm definitely uh, interested to see what the other ones are yeah. uh, tasting like as far as flavor-wise. So. Yep. They got a mimosa-style mimosa, mimosa style ale that they that they do. They brew it uh, with fresh oranges, and then uh, and then they condition it with gr- uh, Earl Grey tea and coriander. So that one I, I want to try. That's a little funky uh, mix yeah. right there. Yeah, it's a funky mix. Definitely uh, let me know if you try that one. Yeah, I will. And then uh, that's uh, JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then uh, not too much for the BRRs this week. We wrapped up some shows. We had uh, The Watcher. I know you saw it. Not sure why I watched it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's the thing. It's based on the true story. So um, the, ending, the ending is what it is. So, I mean, uh, I was just expecting a lot more. I, th- I thought they would have solved the case. And um, I know you mentioned uh, that the people did move. They moved back in the house, right? They never moved into the house. They bought it and they never moved in. Oh, and then they sold it. I felt I felt like they would have moved back the way that you know they did the show. I felt like they would have moved back into the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in in the real story, people bought the house and they they did the rent. They started the renovations before they moved in. And by the time that they you know that the renovations were going on, they started getting the letters. So they never actually, they never actually moved in. They they sold it for like three or four hundred thousand dollars less than what they bought it for. Like a couple of years later, so they took a big hit on it. Yeah, man. The way the way the show made it seem is like at first I thought it was the the realtor that was just doing everything. Yeah. Um, but then I, I, I was it was between her and then the uh, the neighbor because uh, she was pissing me off, man. Like she was always in, on the property. Which one, the, the redhead or the uh, the other one? No, the other one, man. And then she was like, she was calling them bad neighbors. And like, I wonder how much of that was true compared to the story, the real story. Yeah, I think they, uh, yeah, I don't know how much of that was true, but I do, I do, I do recall reading that, that, that the neighborhood was very like, it was definitely like one of those tight knit neighborhoods where everyone kind of like knew each other. And I, I don't think that they, they really liked, uh, having, having outsiders in there, you know? Yeah. Because at the end of the show, it's unsolved. So but the way the show made it seem is like we knew who the culprits were. But as I, said, I, I wonder how much of it was true as far as the, the neighbor faking, faking yeah. their death and uh, some of that other stuff. But definitely it was well, one of those w- weird shows, too. Yeah, the neighbor didn't fake the death. The, the son faked their death, which was even weirder, I think. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. That that, those neighbors were strange. And then, yeah, and then that, that other, the John... Uh, John, well, I forget what they named John Gar. Gar, what was his name? Uh, oh, the one that supposedly killed his family and yeah. So he uh, was ba- he was based on uh, John List, the guy that did kill his family. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had nothing to do with that neighborhood or anything. He was just, I think, a guy from New York who killed his family. Yeah, that's it. it, it was a lot, a lot of weird stuff going on in that show, man. Yeah, uh, and then and then for the way it ended, it's just like, all right, I just watched this. And there's still no ending. Just wasted a few hours, but 
Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it wasn't a bad, bad show, but it also wasn't a no. great show. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they just didn't tie up enough stuff, right? Like the whole like tunnel situation and, and then the, like all the different access points in the house, like at the end there with the, when the realtor was living in the house and the guy comes out of the steps, like that would have been cool to see, like, like how did they get there? Right. Like, yeah, from the, like show it from like the other point of view, like, like mm-hmm. obviously that you know in the tunnel or whatever they had the guy was like sleeping down in there. Yeah, well, um, like like if they showed the watcher actually watching, like right, like right. you would see him come up out of like the stairs or like a doorway in the house. Exactly. And then he just like be standing there watching over whoever it was yeah, and then go I, back. So I think that would have been cool. But yeah, man, like I said, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad show, it wasn't a great show. Um, but definitely not something I'll go back to watch again no. or uh, I'll recommend. But. Oh, I had a question for you on the end there when he's like talking to the new homeowner or whatever. And then he calls his wife and he tells her that, you know, he's you know driving home from his uh, interview or whatever. Was she was she following him or do you think that it was just a coincidence that she showed up because like the house just, you know, draws people to it? Yeah, I think it was more of a coincidence that okay. um, that they both as much as they wanted to sell the house, they also love the house. So, yeah, right, right, right. And they felt like I felt like they felt like attached to it mm-hmm. because they've been through all that stuff that it, yeah. it should have been their house. But, you know, yeah. that's what I said. It made us it made you feel like they wanted to buy the house back and they were going to like spook out whoever they needed to spook out to get that house back. So, yeah, because it, and when they sold it, it's, they, they, they said that they sold it for more than um, what they sold it for. Right. They they lost like I think in the movie, they lost like a couple hundred thousand dollars on it. Oh okay. I thought I thought they said they were gonna sell sell it for more. No, they I'm had right? the they had the deal in. Remember, then the guy. Oh yeah, the but, but, realtor wrote the letter. Yeah. Oh okay. Okay. Um. But yeah, I think yeah, in real life they lost a couple hundred thousand dollars too. It's interesting, man. That's crazy. Yeah. And there was there was some other stuff in there too when the daughter called them racist and made the video. I wanted <laughs> to kill her. I wanted to kill her, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah, just that whole that whole thing. With with the girl being in the room, like, like I just I like how like that's that's what ticked the wife off. Like clearly the guy the 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 husband there uh, is just like laying there, doesn't move doesn't move a fingertip, and the girl's just like at least on the video is like you know coming into bed with him, sitting on a chair, like he doesn't move an inch, and she's like you're out of here. And he's like I didn't do anything. Yeah, in the video he didn't do anything either. So. That's like, what I'm saying. It was it was more of like a creepy video rather than like yeah. actual sexual videos. So I understand why, like how she came to that conclusion that they had sex. Yeah, I would have been like more creeped out than anything. Like, what's this person doing in my house? Yeah, but hey, um, like I said, it, 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 it was a, it was an okay show. Um, yeah. but but not something we would recommend. But definitely, uh, I mean, if you got nothing else to do, then uh, check it out. But yep. Before you do that, you got to check out some of these other shows because uh, we had uh, House of Dragons finish up season finale. I mean, they killed the messenger, man. How how are you feeling, man, after the episode? Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was okay. I was hoping for a little bit more, but I think uh, I think it's it's obviously setting up for the uh, for next season and and uh, you know the battle that's going to ensue now. Um, I did like the fact that uh, you know, Rhaenyra didn't go complete, you know. Daenerys on on and she could have easily hopped on a couple dragons and 
and burnt everything to to shit, right? Like, but she was like, then what's the point of, of ruling a kingdom where there's nobody and nothing, yep. and you're just mm. like having to rebuild? So I, I did like that. Um, but you know, once you you know kill, once you kill my kid, it's it's now it's on. Yeah, that was the first blood has been drawn, man. So yeah, and I I know that you know that wasn't Eamon's plan. I think he was just being a you know an a hole because that's what he is. But it obviously uh, in the end, it's still a dragon, right? Like they, they're gonna do what they want to do. Um, and if you get them all hot and lathered, this is the outcome. They're gonna yeah. they're, they're they're you know Rhaegar was on attack mode and, and Eric's didn't stand a chance. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised because uh, I heard uh, in the book he actually did it on purpose rather than the show. It was more of an accident, but I'm not going to lie. I like the way the show did it because, you know, it plays on um, on Amon's, like, uh, you know, issues as mm-hmm. far as, uh, you know, him not feeling like he's enough. And then um, uh, even though, you know, he, he's got the, the missing eye and now he's a so-called badass, he also is not, uh, not, all, not necessarily all there, so to say. Yeah, he, like he—he's not what he portrays deep down inside. He's right. still that scared little kid. So, yeah, he is, and and I think that that kind of came out after that. You know, after the after he took down uh, Eric's and and the kid died, I think he was like, "Oh crap!" Like my my joking has gone too far, and and that was a huge mistake. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, but it's gonna be interesting to see. Some of the memes are hilarious. Uh, when they they were showing uh when he comes back to uh you know the king the kingdom and they asked him how to go, it was just that face like oh you know mm-hmm. it just went. So, but I mean, it's definitely gonna be uh I wonder how if we're gonna get much of a time jump between the the um, yeah. finale and the first episode of next season. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna be a full out war, man. Oh, it totally is. But definitely looking forward to seeing what happens. Like I said, still surprised there was no information on the Night King or no sighting of him. Because I felt like it. That you know of. Yeah, so far. But as I said, maybe they maybe they get into that the first episode of next season. Because I feel like, I think when, when the first season of Game of Thrones, I mean, they showed the Night Walkers, but they didn't really show the Night King, Night King until, what, the uh, second season? or? Yeah, I think it was the second season. Yeah, they, I mean, they didn't really show until later on, so. Um, but they, I mean, they got a lot of stuff in their, uh, in their toolkit that they can bust out. So, yeah. And then outside of that, I started watching the, uh, probably going to butcher this name for, uh, Par- Parferio or something like that. Peripheral. Per- yeah. Oh yeah. That's what's called peripheral. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, man. I'm not going to lie. It's not a bad show. Got a lot of action kind of set in a, a little bit, little future, maybe like 2030. Um, you know, people have like a uh, picture, like a uh, Call of Duty, you know, Call of Duty type stuff. People would like do that online for money. And then um, it's, it's kind of like a futuristic show. You know, one of the one of the main characters, um, you know, she gets they get approached to do a similar like job. Like, you know, uh, they think it's like a, a, a gaming system. But in all actuality, it's uh, they're actually tapping into the future. So. Still, I'm only on episode three now, so still revealing a lot of stuff. But um, mm-hmm. so far, so good. Um, they got a bunch of action in the first few first few episodes, so good acting so far. Like I said, I can't complain. I'm looking forward to see how uh, this this plays out. And I also saw I saw this book based off a book, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, didn't read the book. So yeah, I gotta I, I gotta check that one out. But yeah, it's not bad, man. Definitely check it out when you have a chance. 
they only have a few episodes out now, and then they're dropping some more on Friday, or I think one every week. I hate that, man. Freaking, I know. I freaking Amazon. Try to keep us locked in. We get spoiled. We get spoiled. Yeah, but I mean, it gives, it gives me something to watch on a Friday, so definitely looking forward to it. So, um, Then there's a bunch of other shows I wanted to check out. I'm sitting on the hill is back too. I forgot about that. And then uh, Love is Blind season three. I know you started it. How, how do you how do you like it so far? I used to last night. I watched the first episode. I felt like they they're a little they felt a little smarter at least. Uh, and and I felt like in the, in the at least in the first season and maybe a little bit in the second season it was like it's almost like the first. And, and I know it's 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 the TV whatever, but like. The first person they talked to, they're like, "Oh, this, this is it." <laughs> and this one, I felt like they, they did, they seemed to do a little more due diligence. There's a couple, you know, people that, you know, they were deal breakers, and they thought that that, uh, you know, they they had the person they wanted, and you know, they got into a little little more depth of conversation, and then they decided not to, you know, go through with it. So I I, I did see a little bit of growth in the people on there, um, but you know, ultimately it's. It's still, uh, it's still what it is. What it is. Yeah, man. It was. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but definitely keep watching. You see, you see some of the same issues that uh, that the last season went through uh, happened mm-hmm. this season with some of the people. Don't want to give it away, but it's gonna. You probably episode maybe episode three, mm-hmm. three or four. Uh, that's when you're gonna start seeing it. So that's I think that's when everybody leaves the house and they're pretty much coupled up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. but. If I had to say, I'm probably gonna think maybe, maybe one or maybe one couple will make it. I don't know about the other ones. All right. Well, definitely looking forward to uh when shit when the shit hits the fan. So yeah, as bad as that sounds. <laughs> and then uh, I mean, outside of that, there was an interview of the vampire that started. Probably gonna try to give that a chance. And then uh, there's a bunch of other shows coming out. Let the right one in came out. I wanted to watch that, but didn't get a chance yet. And um started started uh, Tell Me Lies. It's a show on uh, Hulu. Seems like a teenish type of drama. I only watched the first episode, so I can't really say say if it's a go or not. Mm-hmm. And and then um I just got some other stuff coming next month. I'm looking forward to so. And then uh you guys watching anything good or? Um, no, I just just did The Watcher. Love Is Blind. Uh, trying to think of anything else. Watched The Patient for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't really love that one. The one with Steve Carell on Hulu. Oh. I was, when, he gets, when he gets kidnapped, right? Yeah, yeah. That was a little weird. Um, trying to think of anything else we were watching. Uh, I think that's it, really. Yeah, man. I would just check out uh, Peripheral. And yep. then uh trying to think what else. Yeah, just finished up Love is Blind and... Um, I don't know if you finished the mole. No, and no, yeah, that one we got to get back to. Trying to think what else was uh And then, the, then there's just reality TV stuff I'm watching, so that'll yeah. keep me busy for a while. So, and uh, that's pretty much it. Until until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. 